you know, I just asked Stephen to count <laughs> for me. And you just want to count to 10 how, for me? I do know how to no, count. No, count to 10. As One. in, no, no, time. I wanted you to time something for me. So I'd do it now. One, two, That's three, not how you did it. Four, five. This is how you did it. You went, okay, one, two, three, four. I actually said, have you heard of Mississippi? Yeah, but I don't count that way, mate. It was a yeah. measure of time. Okay. Look, I don't want to get into the weeds here, but you know that's how that, that's how I count. And it's if you and how many uh, times in boxing has there been disputes over how fast the referees counted as well? Like that's oh, a brutal sport I've yeah, never watched. Yeah. So, <laughs> mainly because luckily understand. it wasn't you getting punched in the head; it was how you is, putting your earphones in. How is that boxing right? Boxing scored. Uh, I think the a number of <clears throat> blows landed. So right, landed is the um, position of the body. blow. Yeah, well, if more? you if you headshot if your punches more? land more than misses, then that's get, no. Counts. But does head headshots count uh, higher numbers so. than body? I don't think so. No, really, no. It's it's punches landed. Yeah, yeah, right. And and I I think I don't know. It might be even punches that you've avoided as well. But no, I think it's all about punches landed, and that's the scorecard. So everyone sort of gets the. It's very rare to see a uh, three judges differing. Greatly when when judging a fight, just There's been some counting. famous cases where that has been, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> generally, mate, I don't perf- I don't mean put myself out there as an expert. Uh, but I knew my great mate who is I worked with at the Telegraph. He's a great. He's an author now. He writes books on Flinders and and all these great guys. Grant Lee Keyser. Grant Lee Shout Keyser. out to Grant Lee. Okay, he's uh, one of the best writers I've worked with. But it was a and was in Jeff Fennick's corner as well when he when he was coming up. Yeah, and uh, that's like being in your entourage. Yeah, with well, that, no, but he was his corner man as well. But he's mean? also a, the the boxing writer at News Limited for years and yeah, an right. absolute expert on the on the sport. He's yep. the go to guy if you want a boxing expert. GK is your man. Got you sorted. Yeah, really good bloke. Shout out to GK. Good bloke. Good on you, GK. Thanks for watching. Think, I don't think I he think, is. I think he listens because he does like my Facebook post about all my podcasts. That doesn't mean he listens. Don't know if he presses play on them, though. Yeah, I was well, just well, going to say. Well, this will test him out, won't it? This will test him. And it's early in the show. You've only yeah. had to listen for two yeah. and a half you minutes. You've only got to listen for three Jeff. minutes and you're out. It's not even a round. <laughs> Seconds out. Seconds what, down. What's a round of boxing? Three minutes? Three minutes, yeah. How's my knowledge? Three-minute round, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Big. That's at the height well, of my Well, speaking pounds. of boxing, can I mention, oh, no. speaking of boxing, yep. I was very saddened to hear of uh, Carl Weathers' death. Oh, Carl Weathers. Weathers, who played Apollo Creed in the Rocky oh, films. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Very um, very sad to hear. Like You hear a lot of celebrities and you know, passing away. And, hmm. and he, uh, at, at the start, like what happened, I, I'd just done my Sky News segment, hmm. and I'm thinking there's this package on Carl Weathers. So what's Carl Weathers done? I said, oh, please, ha- please don't say he's died. And they go, yeah, he passed away peacefully. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, damn. And no one, I didn't know what happened to him. I think he must have had some illness that he mm. kept secret and <clears throat> he passed away in his sleep. And yeah, he, right. I think he was 78. And yeah, it was very sad because he not only was in Rocky, but he's also in Predator, and, which is a favorite movie of mine, and in The Mandalorian. So, how's oh, that really? for a fan crossover for me? Wow, that's I'm a Rocky for fan you. and a Star Wars fan. And Carl Weathers was in both. So. 
Yeah, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Uh, some great, some great. Uh, what what a great character he played. Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, absolutely. It's interesting though, isn't it? Because yeah. you think about the impact of different people's passing celebrity style. Yeah. Um, on different people, some people are like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I was sad to be. I, I even posted something on on yeah. on social media. Yeah. Uh, the, the the thing I posted was if anyone who knows Rocky as well as me, at the end of Rocky three. When he says, "Look, after because he trains Rocky, and he goes after this, you owe me a favor," and the favor that he owed that he owed him, he goes, "Look, he he you you Rocky beat um, Apollo Creed by one second in Rocky two, and he goes, "Look, I just want you and me in a room, no press, nothing, you and me, and I just want to see who's the better fighter." And one line he says, he goes, "You know what, Stallion? It's a shame we've got to get old." And he goes, well, you want to ring the bell? And he famously went, ding, ding. And that's the quote that I pulled out with his photo to yeah. sort of, yeah, it is. It is a shame you've got to get old. And unfortunately, he's passed away. But great. You know what? He was a, a great memories of my childhood watching the Rocky films growing up. Yeah, and yeah. Made, it was fantastic. That's the thing. It's like uh, we've talked about music. We've talked on the private and stuff where yeah. things you know, have this really bigger yeah. impact on you at different times of your life yeah. based on what you're doing. Absolutely right. He was in Predator. He was in Predator as well with Arnie, and sure we, which we've done on our show, by the way. We've done Have on we? the last uh, the best movies you've never seen. Okay, and uh, he was Dylan. He played the character Dylan in that. So right. he was loved him in Rocky, loved him in Predator, loved him in The Mandalorian. He was a former professional footballer too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So well, quite a career. Um, quite you a can life. listen Carl back Weathers. to that show on the best movies you've never seen. Yes. That full podcast. We've got hundred and twenty-seven movies in the wow. catalogue. That's a lot. Actually, and they're 128 all available. One hundred twenty-eight. They're available in this feed, but they're also available just directly if you search for yes. the best movies you've never seen. Also, officially, yes, as of this week, uh, two blokes talking electric cars. Thanks to NRMA Insurance vroom. and Uniden Dash Cams, um, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll release that. So that went out this morning. That went out on Wednesday morning. Yep. Unusually, wasn't meant to be there. Yeah. That was an agreement for yeah. the release. Really dudded tech guide coming into the feed the night before too. By the way, but that's okay. <laughs> Duds I EFTM in- as well on, on the back oh, end on Wednesday night. You yeah. can. Oh, well, we both got dudded this week. But what do you do? So. I forget, is the Moon, plan Monday Monday, Monday morning? Was EV, yeah, but yeah. we're going to go Monday morning, so they've got yes. something to wake up to. Correct. Okay. Every day, two except blokes, Sunday. So in the Two Blokes Talking Tech podcast feed, yes. you will get Two Blokes Talking Electric Cars on Monday, Monday morning. And I think Tuesday it, morning, Tuesday you get Tech Guy. I think you'll get, hang on, I think you'll get the Electric Car Show at Monday morning in the Electric Car Show feed as well. I'm not doing yes. separate days. Yes. So, just, yeah, you'll get my so head what, is let's, two. Let's go through the line. All right, let's go. EVs, hang on, sorry, Monday. what is it? This is the best, best value, value podcast, podcast channel, feed channel in the world. In the world. There it yes. is. There you go. Mondays, Monday. EV podcast. Yeah, but two blokes talking electric cars. Tuesdays. Correct. Tech Guide. Wednesdays. Brilliant podcast. Uh, a little one called EFTM. <laughs> That's Trevor's one. Thursdays. Thursdays is two blokes. This one. This one. Hello. This way, everyone. Yeah. Fridays. Uh, the private feed. Private feed. My wife heard about that for the first time recently. I said, I'm talking about in the private feed. And she was like, the private feed? I went, we just talk rubbish. Yeah, then my wife's heard a couple of private feeds yeah. at my urging. She Are goes, you really? urging? I, I said, would I, never I said, urge my we wife. We spoke about you. We mentioned you. And she goes, oh, what? And then I play, press play. And then she listens to the whole show. Wow. That that's would never good, happen in my house. That's how good we are, mate. We can Saturdays. The best movies you've never seen. Sundays. Two blokes talking God. Yeah, it's uh, we have a day of rest on Sunday. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought day we were looking rest. for a sponsor. <laughs> hey, hey. No, I think we need. We all need a day off. God needed a day off, mate. On even God rested on Sunday, so I think we should too. Okay, you know? we'll stick with so, it. 
that's pretty good, eh? Pretty good lineup of shows there. And also, of course, you can see, you can listen to all those shows in their respective feeds. So Two Blokes has its own feed does it with all these in it. But Tech God has its own feed. EFTM has its own feed. The Electric Car Podcast has its own feed, as does the best movies you've never seen. So I, I'd love all of you to go to those respective feeds Subscribe to them, maybe. I don't know. Leave some good comments, some some reviews. Five that, stars. That helps us, yeah. Five stars or nothing. Go big or go home. Come on. That helps us all, doesn't it? So all this great value we're giving you for nothing. Free. 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 We always spend, we, we give you our time and our knowledge for nothing. All we ask is your time to listen to it. What do you reckon it's worth? <laughs> Look, you know, I know what I charge per hour, mate, so I don't know if you're up up with me. But, I don't get um, out of bed for listening. <laughs> yeah. I but do we, have a number. Look, I've got to say. There love, is a number because when yeah. I get out of bed, I know what I'm earning. Exactly right. But, you know, <laughs> we love doing it. We've been doing it. Our, our, we're coming up to our anniversary, mate, the two uh, blokes anniversary. We must because I renewed the domain name this week. Ah. Do we have which a we don't name? even use. Yes, do we have a domain name? Really? Wow. I register everything Best so that someone else secret so that someone else can't register it. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It's uh fact, where does it go? Coming up to thirteen years. Thirteen is it the February the twenty second, isn't it? Or twenty fourth. Yep. I don't know if it goes anywhere actually. It's good content. Don't think it goes anywhere. Yeah. Um twenty second or twenty third. Yeah. It's it's coming up to the lucky thirteen year anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So we're in our fourteenth year of podcasting. We'll always. go into our fourteenth yeah. year, yes. Sound more exciting when we're going into our fifteenth. People, people's marriages haven't lasted that long. Some well, marriages haven't lasted yeah. that long. Yours and I, ours has. Going we're, strong. We're still married from this, from the, from our podcast. It'd be super awkward podcast. if we weren't. Trevor's even had a child in the in the interim as well. That is wild. Your son is now what 13, 14? 12. He's twelve. Okay. Yeah. There you go. He'll be 13, thirteen this year. Yes. Wow. So you have teenagers all the way through, mate. We're all got. I've got high schoolers and nothing else now. Wow. There you go, yeah. mate. Jeez, you're an old man, aren't you? <laughs> Preparing None to be a grandfather. None of my kids are at school, though. Let's I am go. not. Don't be starting that rumor, mate. I'm not. Nowhere don't. near. Being he still a says to his kids Nowhere when they leave the near. house, "Don't add to the population. Don't subtract from the population. Yeah. Don't end up in jail. And if you do end up in jail, establish dominance early." <laughs> That's not what we say at home, but we just say, uh, you know, no, no, uh, no, no. Don't take any chances. Just make sure you're doing what you're doing because you want to do it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amanda just outright says, I don't want to be a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> don't want any nasty surprises. Anyway, Two Blokes Talking Tech, that's what we're here for. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 618. Thanks to the great people at Arlo and Netgear. For all your home security needs, Arlo's got you covered. 619. 19. 619. Trevor hasn't got his glasses on. <laughs> 619 episode. Uh, as you, as it says on the uh, the title of this podcast. If you can read Stephen's writing. It's not <laughs> actually your writing at the top. That is actually That's my... your writing. <laughs> Trevor had prepared the list and I just filled in the gaps. I don't get any credit for pre-preparing the pad. That's great. I reckon you should just photocopy it and just have it in your drawer. But you, you know, but I would do that, but you love your little notepads. Know, it's, my, it's my notepad that I've had here. I leave it here now, don't I? You love your yeah. little notepad. It's good. Otherwise, that's we could just use... You know where that's from? The CES. CES, yeah. yeah. They don't give them out anymore. So I made sure I grabbed a whole bunch of them. I got a lifetime supply. <laughs> I grabbed a whole bunch. Yeah. Anyway, thanks to Arlo for home security and Netgear for home networking. 
That is Two Blokes Talking Tech, uh, episode 619. We have a lot for, to go before you today, and we're going to start with the Samsung Galaxy S24. Not because it's just been announced, no, yeah. because it's now available. It's available to buy. I was walking through Sydney Airport um, yesterday morning, as you listen, uh, the, on the 7th, and I noticed the JB Hi-Fi there had little little signs up, Galaxy S24 available now. now you know? Available, so this yeah. is, it's, it's, it's there official. now. Yeah. I had a caller this week on the AFTM podcast asking about, you know, to trade-ins. and, and di- I yeah. said, mate, you've got like 12 hours to pre-order, so you, yeah. better, <laughs> you better hurry better up. Better late than never. Um, yeah, right. But, yeah, people still keen. So we've we've had a good chance to muck around with them. Um, we, we got the, the Ultra to, to more likely review. Yep. But the other two, the S24 and the S24 Plus, to really – for me, I said I just I absolutely have to see them and hold them and yeah. and get a get a sense of them because yeah. we saw them at the launch event. But yep. man, th- I, I'm just going to say straight up, I think they're the best phones that Samsung's ever made, design yeah. wise. Yeah, they're nice, very nice. The 24 edges, and yeah. the 24 plus. Yeah, nice. And you were, are, prefer a smaller phone too. So given given if you had to choose one to use. You'd go the S24 Plus or the 24? I would go. This is what's happened to me this year is I've gone, I've become a plus guy. Right. Not just plus size. I've become (laughs) a plus guy with phones because I love the five times lens on the iPhone. Yes. I ended up sticking with the Max. Yep. And Trev normally likes a little phone. I normally prefer the standard size. So the S24 is within microns, the exact same size as an iPhone 15. Yeah. And the S24 Plus is within microns, the exact same size as an S, uh, as an iPhone Plus or Max. Yeah. Like it is and the Ultra unbelievable. Is way is well, let's just talk about those two first because yeah. the Ultra, I, I see it as being like a, you know, the cousin in the S24 range. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't 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 fit. It's yeah. It's so the the, yeah. the 224s, the 24 and 24 Plus yep. are this very clear design, squared edges. They look yeah. like an iPhone. They do, eh? With yeah. vertical cameras. But yet, you know what? Do you think this year, though, I remember in the past uh, when Gary was running the show, he would tell us that the tw- the Ultras were the were like 70% of what they sold. No doubt. And they, I'm do you sure that's going to happen again here? I think a lot of it is the pre- pre-sales, though. Yeah. I think a lot of those quotes uh, come from pre-sales. Right. And I've got no doubt that people that or pre-order up uh, are yeah. buying the Ultras. They're probably yeah, the more premium. If you're going to pre-order a phone, you're a fan to begin with, then That's you right. wanted a certain model. That's it. Likely to be the Ultra. You want to be at the front of the queue. You're probably spending money. And you know what? Money. I love that Samsung, if you if you pre-order, you get in, you get the phone early. Mate, they were, people, they were they've been out a week yeah. ago, yeah. weren't they? They were. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. I do. I respect that as well because it's like, and Gary, again, and I, I haven't spoken to Eric, so I'm not, not yeah having anything negative to say about the current crop. It's just yeah. we're, we're drawing on things we've spoken about before. But Gary used to say that was just, it's in stock. It's in the country. Yeah. Why keep it in a warehouse why, when we why, can surprise yeah. and delight our customers? Exactly. Because you're expecting it. on. It's like you know, anything. I'm, wait, I'm yeah. waiting for a car. When we're waiting for our cars, if, if it came earlier, you'd be like, this is awesome. Hello, yeah. It's same great. with the phone, same with so anything. So like under promise, over deliver sort of thing, isn't it? Spectacular. Do you remember a couple of years ago when they released the S22? And we said we, that we, we, you and I had a briefing together with them, hmm. and we said, "Why don't you bring this out on the twenty second? Yeah. And it's the twenty second, twenty twenty two, tall twos, mm. and the, I think it was planned for like early March. And what what happened? They had the stock, and some customers got it on, on the twenty second. Yeah, I know a couple of my readers said, "Yeah, my phone's arrived on the twenty second. Like you said, they've done it. But <laughs> let's just talk about the Ultra then. Yeah. Don't you think it's strange how vastly different it is? What I've been saying, I said in a little video, was like in the end, it's like they can't let go of the note. 
Yeah, but oh, I think with good reason. There's Why a lot can't that of people... have square edges and a flat screen and uh, the I same d- I rounded tops? I just think it needs, it needs to have its own character. It's got its own why? character because it, it is the top, the best of the best. It's the yeah, but premium. Why isn't it called the twenty, the Note Twenty Four then? Uh, because the Note brand has gone. It's gone. The gets Galaxies now. Galaxy. Yeah, so, so, so bring it all back and make it all no, the no, one. It just doesn't I, stand. I think they've done it the right way. That's oh, my only yeah. complaint this year. Well, it's like a it's a good, better, best sort of scenario, isn't it? Like, no, but yeah, mate. Although if, yeah, the S twenty three and twenty four plus, the only difference is the screen size. So the same processor, the same abilities. Yeah. S24, I think, has the same processor too. Much bigger screen, 6.8-inch screen. The Ultra, yep. Does have the S Pen. Does have the titanium finish as well. So it's similar. You, you look at the premium, say, iPhone has the 15 Pros and Pro Max Which all look titanium. the same. They come from the same family. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But the but the 15 is, is sort of more... It's if you aluminium. walked into a room yeah. and it was full of iPhones, you say, oh, it's a family reunion. Yeah. You walk into a room well, full of Samsung S24s you and you the, don't know who fits into the family or not. You see the similar configuration Why of the cameras. Why are you defending the design? No, because I, think, I, I don't mind how they've done it. They've set it up so that... There, there's no questioning which is the the, the top of the heap. It's there. the big one. Yeah, it's the ultra. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's how they should market it. It's the big one and the other ones. But I don't, I don't I don't mind that they've done that. I think it's it's if you have the if they have the same design and look as the S twenty four plus, why would you need this? The ultra is ultra because for a couple of reasons: the slight design change, slight design difference, but also the S pen and it has, I think, obviously a few more features like the yeah. bigger vapor chamber and all that. So, and, and AI, by the way, is across the board. You're getting the same AI, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so, I mean. So, is that your only complaint that the Ultra doesn't yes. look like the other ones? No, that's my only complaint, which right. is a pretty remarkable thing to say about a phone. I think, and you said this to me before I recorded, it's pretty clear that we think we're aligned on this. This is an unbelievable phone. Yeah. It's the, the current uh, benchmark. I think. The best phone you can buy right now. Yeah, I'll go that far. Yeah, and, and I and I even said, and I said this in my review, and I've said that in my in my commentary in the last few weeks. This has been the phone that's got a lot of people's attention, including iPhone users. Yeah, I've seen iPhone users look at that and go, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Yeah, I've showed them mine. I've had more. We've had ours since days. You think about it. Let's say, and I'm just going to park the Ultra for a minute, right? Because yeah. it is premium in every way, and it's yeah. a different design. So let's say you were drawn to the design. Yeah. Of the 24, 24 plus. And you're like, oh, it feels like an iPhone. I'm cool yep. with that. It's good. Um, and then you go, well, the vertical cameras, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yep. But the cameras, look, head to head, there's always going to be a way that Apple presents their camera being better yep. and Samsung presenting theirs being better. In everyday life, the only thing that I think sets cameras apart is zoom. Yes. Yeah. And that's yep. why I have stuck with the Pro Max because it right. has the five times five zoom. zoom. So when I'm watching the kids play baseball, it's perfect. Yep. Now, on the Plus model, yeah. I I can do 10x. You can do 10x. Yeah, is that optical? Uh, 10x is optical, and then they've got what the the quality zoom sort of goes in. Well, you go up to 100x zoom. Not on the plus, on the ultra. On the ultra, you can. But but I think that's up to 50x on the on the S24 and 24 plus. Right, which is a lot, and it's it's smartly done too. So that's again the 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 AI sort of coming into play there. So between the different focal lengths is where the AI sort of plays it so that it looks okay. Let's talk about that for a minute before yeah. we talk about the AI that's really getting the headlines. Because you remember the last year there was a lot of controversy because some bloke got a white dot, put it on a wall, 
and zoomed in on it and went it it thinks it's the moon and it's making yeah. it's using AI it's not real, it's not a real yeah, photo so it actually put a photo from the right. library rather than the actual photo yeah it's the moon folks it yeah. looks the same of course they're going to do that but i took mine and i did a 100 times zoom on a couple of boats at a marina yeah now with my eye i could not see what the boat was called with the 100 times zoom, yeah. I could see very clearly on the side of a yeah. boat a Cheers logo, as in the TV show Cheers, ah. on the side of a boat. Yes. Now, it it's pretty it, impressive. It What it yeah. does is it sees text and it, it um, yeah. what it does is it tries to edge uh, straighten off the edges and, and sharpen things up. Yep. It's bloody amazing. It is. And I've, it's not I've got fake. A, I put together my zoom <clears throat> photo here. That was a photo. I don't, I don't know the name of that bridge. It was taken from the St. George Sailing Club. Tom Ugly's. Uh, I don't know. No, it's I've not got no idea. But see how <laughs> look how far I've zoomed in, and yeah. you can look at this on Tech Guide. I've zoomed right into one of the columns under the bridge, yeah. and look how detailed that photo is. That's yeah. taken from a dead set a kilometer away. Yeah. Well, the other one I took was a photo of a kayaker. Yeah. Who was on the other side of the river, and yeah. I could barely see there was a kayaker other than it was a big red kayak, right? Yeah. So again, I took the photo and I zoomed to hundred. And mate, what you see at eftm.com is a like a, a water painting. You know, water paintings, how they're, uh, they're big blotches. And, yep. But it's not a photo of – it's not about how good the photo is of the person's face. It's yeah. about going, look, I was able to take a photo of something, a 100x zoom, and work out that it was a red kayak and a red yeah. life vest and a blue shirt underneath. Like, yeah. it's not meant to be a, a 100x optical photo. Yeah. It's but, but, meant to give you detail that you couldn't normally see. But uh, but I'm still impressed though with look, oh, 100%. Not, not every hundred x zoom photo is a masterpiece. Nope. But some uh, a majority are actually pretty bloody good. Yeah, where the AI is coming into play using that all, all those capabilities, it's actually really impressive. Yeah. But uh, I, I do think that yeah that that that, that always fascinates me. And or the auto the focus lock too. Notice mm. when you zoomed in at one hundred percent, it's kind of locked on your target. Remember before, you're trying to keep trying to keep yeah, it in it frame, shakes, it yeah. was impossible. It takes away now any it shake. Locks in. It's actually yeah. It actually makes it really. So if you lock in on something, so let's say it was locked in on something the size of my ear there, and I want to I want to zoom across to this part of my cheek. It's actually hard to move the camera because it yeah, doesn't want to. It wants to. Yeah. It wants to <laughs> stay on the ear, which yeah. is good. But then once you jolt it, it'll move yeah. for you. So let's be clear. Camera improvements are not radical year on year. No. So if you've got an S20, frankly, if you're an S22 or 23, mm. this is not the phone to upgrade to because you want a better camera. Correct. But okay. there are other reasons to upgrade. But also there'll be another one next, next year. Yeah. Like that's what you've got to remember here. But on the inside is where this thing really comes to life. Absolutely right. And th we're talking about Galaxy AI. And uh, I went through all the features, as did you on your review there. Um so it's I, I like how it's sort of for everyday things like translation. If you're traveling, yeah, the live translate. Now live translate is part of the phone app, so you don't need. I know a lot of people saying, "Oh, you can download an app and Pixel yeah, does yeah, this no. and all that." You can download all the languages, all that, right? This is happening on the device, real time. It's part of the phone app. You don't have to do anything different. Mm. And if you if the person you're talking to is actually in front of you. I love the I love the interpreter where they can see their side of the screen is facing them, your side of the screen, so you can have a conversation with someone in in person, <clears throat> still have the same effect. Yeah, that interpreter. Yeah, but also too the the these little details where and I think this is a case of you didn't realise you needed this until you saw it. Yeah. Chat assist, chat assist. I reckon I call this in my review your new messaging safety net. 
Right. Because is this writing styles? Yeah, just the tone. It's just the tone, <coughs> tone of, of the messages. So if you are texting someone important, you know, your boss, colleague, your prime wife, minister, you know, you want it. You want to make sure that your tone isn't misunderstood. Yeah. Uh, and that you're using the appropriate language and, and tone. again, the narcs of the internet will yeah. say, mate, there's an app for that. You can download ChatGPT. Of course you can. I actually, yeah, and, yeah. and to be clear, I said yeah. to a caller yesterday on the EF10 podcast yep. who had an S22 and was looking for all these features, I said, mate, just for the next year, yep. just download ChatGPT yep. and you can do some of these things yep. rather than going into debt and buying this phone. Okay? It was a complex conversation. But the fact that you can now what, – what is, what is important here is you can now buy a phone that is – Beautiful, works well. Yep. Great camera, great processing great power, screen. great screen. Yep. And in in the keyboard is a button that says, you know what? Can you just read that for me and give me a better suggestion? Yeah. Whether you're typing a text or an email yeah. or just a note, yep. it will rewrite for you. And mate, it works really well. Yeah, it's great. And, and as I said, could be a could be a lifesaver. Could, now, could be a career saver. I, I, every fifteenth comment when I do anything about this is, yeah, they're going to charge for it. There was a report online yeah. that potentially in 2025 they'll charge for this feature. Yeah, I get it. So it'll become a subscription feature. Is that what I you're get saying? it. That's a report. But can we yeah. wait until we hear it from Samsung? So I assume that's deep in the terms and conditions, right? Yeah. And I'll give you the example. Apple's emergency SOS via satellite is also a subscription feature that is currently free because essentially what they've done is they've built this thing and they don't know how much it's going to get used and therefore yeah. how much it's going to cost to run. I think this is the same yeah. because this uses AI is extremely processor intensive. Yeah. The, the writing assistant stuff needs the internet because it's actually sending, it's not being done on device. If you disconnect from the internet, it doesn't work. Yeah. So it's sending off your information securely and privately um, to a big computer that goes, here's what they should try and say. Yeah. So Samsung's got to pay for that computing power. Yeah. So I think what they're doing is covering their ass in their terms and conditions or wherever. Maybe. To say that maybe, yeah. just maybe, we'll need to charge you for this. And look, if people love it that much, maybe they'll pay for it. Well, I think if, it, if it's a feature... I pay for ChatGPT. Yeah, okay. But it, but I think this if it's if it's sort of part of uh, part of the cost of the phone, mm. the, these aren't cheap phones. They started, well, that's, that's they where started, it becomes a problem. They start at 1400 bucks. So whether you're not going to see this feature, for example, on a, on a $300 Oppo phone or a Nokia... Or, or an A54. Yeah, so exactly. So it's part of the cost of doing business. If you're paying extra overs for a phone, yeah, it's not just because it looks so nice, it's got Samsung a nice camera. if Samsung was to introduce a, a fee for this, you'd be absolutely against well, it. Well, not absolutely against it. I'd be disappointed because you're paying enough for your phone. Yeah. Like, and and that should be one of the features that draws you to the brand, Yeah, not something that you can – because, you know what, I reckon that cheapens the feature because if I can buy it, why I might, I might want to buy it on an iPhone instead of on a Samsung. Yeah. If that's part of the feature of the phone, it's it's more unique to the phone. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. It's 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 not. I don't want it to be like an app that you can just download and use on any phone you want. Yeah. This is, I think is should be. And the it feels to me it's part of the device. Yes. It's part of the f- device and how you use it day to day that I reckon's made this. And I said it in my review. One of the biggest improvements year on year on a smartphone in terms of the software and the yes. features that I've ever seen. Mate, we've missed a trick here. We should have set it up on uh, Samsung Notes to, to do a, a transcription, lo- a transcription yeah. of the show and a summary. Absolutely. Yeah, that's you a know. great feature too. Because Anyone I think about that, right? You think about meetings at work or yeah. a lot of people 
go to their volunteers at the local strata or they're in, their, yes. in where they live or their local uh, community sports club yeah. or something, and they're volunteered to do meetings, the minutes. Meetings. I remember recording Mate. a meeting. I remember when my old man was crook. We used to have a meeting with the doctors and the nurses, and, and I used to say, listen, uh, I'm going to record this meeting if you don't mind. I said, no problem. And I would record it so I could hear. If they said something, I could say, what did he mean by this? And I could mm. go back. Yeah. So with this, if I did that with the S24... I could get the transcription and it would tell me all the different speakers, their voices, and then I'm able to summarise that, put it in another language, all of that in, on, uh, on the device. So um, that, I think, one of the many features. But yeah. another favourite, yep. and one of, I think well, this was sort of the, the feature that wowed a lot of people, was the circle to search. Mm. Circle to search was, I remember showing this to Joe and I said, listen, if, if you see this phone... If you got this phone and you see, say you're at the shopping centre and there's a woman with a really nice handbag, normally you'd go over and say, oh, I love your handbag, where'd you get that? With this, you don't have to do that. Just take a photo, circle it, and it'll tell you exactly what handbag it is, how much it costs, where to buy it. Mm. Now, to be clear, it was, announced, one example. it was announced by Samsung at the launch. They obviously did a deal with Google to say, we're going to announce this first because it was yeah. only a week later that Google said this is now available on the Pixel. Yeah. Because it's really a Google feature, of right? Course, it's yeah. a, it's, it's an Android search, yeah. feature. It's got Google right on there in the screen. It's, 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 the, it's the newest and best iteration of Google Lens that we've seen. Yeah. The idea of Google Lens is you take a photo of something that knows what it is and it can help you. But, yeah. man, I, that was the example. I, I published it in my review at EFTM. I took a photo of this boat and, I, and then I had the photo open and I circled a search it found not what type of boat it is. It found that boat to charter. <laughs> really, the boat. Really, the, the boat that you were taking a photo of. Yes. Wow. It found its charter website. Wow. So imagine that you're okay. sitting there going, "Wouldn't this be a great boat to, to yeah. hire?" <laughs> Done. Like, wow. mate, it's wild. Wow. That it, is incredible. It is, in yeah. simple terms, actually just an image search. Yeah. But the fact that Google has been able to go right. We're able to take a snippet of a screen. Firstly, we've got to remove anything we don't think it needs, like yep. a background. Yep. Then we have to send that to our database, and then we need to return the results. And it all happens in the blink of an eye. It's essentially yeah. well, it's searching for what you see. That's what I described it. it. It feels like the same principles of the very first Google search. Remember, Google yeah. search was all set up to be fast. Yes. I don't want you don't want to have to wait and for the to results. Tell you, this took 0. 0.6 seconds. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's. Still in their ethos, yeah, and I think that's yeah. amazing. It is. No, it's incredible. And I, I do like that. Like what I said in my review, you search for what you see. Yeah. You see something, oh, what's that? And yeah. you've got the answer straight away. Now, quality-wise, I, I think the camera, we've spoken about how the quality is excellent, but also the AI coming into play to help you edit your photos. The, yep. suge the edit suggest is really, really powerful. Right. You can, like how many times have – and if you want to take the time to do this, good luck to you, but – how often have you seen all these other apps to help improve your photos and just sharpen yeah. them up and all yeah. that, you know? So with the with this now, Edit suggests you can even sort of master the photo and it does all those things that you would normally take the time to do. And I love how it gives you the option of seeing the before and after. And like more often than not, their, ver their edited version looks unreal. looks yeah. way better than the, your version. <laughs> improved. I like too the fact that you can do little simple things like I took a shot of myself and, and I turned it into a portrait shot, so I blurred the uh, background. It didn't say, should we take you out of the photo? <laughs> no, it didn't. You really ruined that beach photo, Stephen. No, it didn't. I'm just trying to actually find the Thank photo. Thank you, Sam. Did I actually share it? No, there it is. Yeah, come on. No, I didn't no actually put it No one needs to see a photo of you. That I was have a good decision. Or your website has automatically detected. <laughs> it's erased me. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, oh, I thought I had included that, but there you go. You I clearly did not. I did not. It. No, I didn't. No. Anyway, I have to put it back in.
I oh, got um, Logan in there though. There's a nice photo of, of Logan. In there. Yeah. Look, the thing is, we're 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 aligned. Yeah. It's the phone to have. Yeah, definitely. And tough to beat. Yeah. And uh, let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Because all you know, you talked to in recent weeks on TechGuy.com.au about the potential for uh, iOS 18 and AI features yeah. and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> we've and we've covered yeah. here extensively over yeah. over several months now. Yeah. The absolute urgency. Yeah. And this, mate, this would be stock market level urgency. Like if they don't announce AI, Siri AI, yeah, at WWDC, then there's something wrong with the yeah. company. Well, the the story that I wrote, sort of based, like Bloomberg had a report about how Apple's really packing in a massive update for iOS 18. Yeah, and the report also suggested that that Apple is sort of playing catch up. Rather than like Tim Cook said, oh, no, no, we've been working on AI for yeah. a long time. Naturally, he'll say that. But the 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 word on the street corner is that they're really they're seeing what everyone else is doing and thinking, okay, we really need to lift our game here. Yeah. And the good thing is that they've got what nine months, eight months before they've got to produce the iPhone 16. Yeah. So but that's they've a bit got, of time. But they've the got, they've got three and a half be... months to to have exactly. it ready to well, to build the keynote. For yeah. WWDC. Well, I'd say that will be the proof. If WWDC delivers what we expect it to deliver, if they can show us a this will be this will be their biggest WWDC because they have yeah. to announce a bunch of uh, Vision Pro improvements yes, true, true. and apps no, and things, what and they saying, have to announce AI. If they don't have AI, we've said this before, if they don't, if AI isn't in every second sentence at their at WWDC or their version, whatever they want to call it, right? Yep. Then... That'll prove to me that they've, they, they, that's not something you just do in three months. They're, they've been working on it yeah. since the previous version. Correct. So I think the, the fact that the releases of the S24 and the iPhone are at completely opposite ends of the year, this gives them a bit of runway to sort of see what they can – the ball's but in their isn't court. is it also interesting now the timing <clears throat> with, you know, basically first week of February? So you've actually only got October, November, December, January. You've only got four months in gap. Yeah, between them, between Apple at the and other Samsung. end of the year, yeah, Apple then Apple Samsung. have a bigger gap. Yeah, I know. So you could say Samsung's now essentially ahead of the game because they've now got a, a six to eight month lead before Apple's Maybe. next yeah. big thing. And and two, uh, what I did, I saw, I saw some stats that on the strength of the iPhone 15, the strong sales that mm-hmm. Apple actually by at the end of 2023 took over the top manufacturing slot as the biggest smartphone manufacturer from Samsung. Yeah. So yeah. They, they were on the strength of the 15. Now, with the release of the S24, that could shift back to Samsung. Right. But uh, Apple's still very much in the game. And I did mention in mine, and I, and I think you, you've heard me say that there's been a lot of interest from iPhone users who are very impressed with, with the features of the S24. Mm. And I reckon this this could attract a few people to change sides. Yeah. There'd be uh, the the I think the the power of the device. And look, it's got a great processor, great performance, amazing screen, cameras excellent, AI. It's it's got everything you need. And, and yep. at the moment, there's nothing I reckon that's better than this at the moment. Full review and details: techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, the telecommunications... In- oh, oh, sorry, I, I've jumped ahead. That's okay. Hello, uh, welcome. The Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly brought to you by Arlo. Let's not forget Arlo, and uh, they are the brand for you to look at. If you're thinking of getting into your home security... 
you know, if you if you wanted to have a little bit more peace of mind at home, for to be able to see if things are happening at home, whether it's with a camera, a doorbell, an indoor camera, Arlo Essentials are what you need. And the beauty of the Essential range is they're affordable. $159 for the Outdoor Essential 2K. And that Isn't connects that directly to your Wi-Fi. And it could be set up in minutes. So it's a really good way, a really good on-ramp to your wireless security Color night vision. Yep. Battery powered. Indoor, outdoor. 2K video. Yep. Two-way audio, so you can talk to someone who's yep. there. I mean, the, the the list of features is actually quite wild yeah. to consider. It's Punch is above bucks. its weight a fair bit, I reckon. Yeah. But also to the doorbell. I reckon the doorbell, when people get a doorbell, it's a bit of a game changer because yeah. they can, it is another security camera, but they're able to speak to people at the door. Yeah. They're able to see uh, a 180 degree view, head to toe of the person at the door. So, you know, if you're talking to a courier or someone from the neighborhood. And if you also get the Arlo Secure Plans, which I highly recommend, you do get a three month trial with these cameras. That also gives you the ability to create these smart notifications. So you're getting notifications for people, vehicles, packages, animals, rather than all those other nuisance notifications. You can also set different zones that you want notifications for. So if your camera or your doorbell faces the street, you're not going to get every notification of every car that goes by or every tree that's moving. You can set those zones as well. Uh, so I think, and, and there's an indoor camera as well. Indoor camera though comes with a security shield as well, so a privacy, privacy shield. shield yep. So you you know when you're home if that's if that privacy shield is activated, you, there's no recording happening. You can tell at, just at a glance whether that camera is working or not, whether it's recording. So I think uh, uh, it gives you, and when you're out, of course, you want that thing to be working to notify you if there's any kind of notification, any kind of movement, uh, and you get that notification on the excellent Arlo companion app as well allows you to set the your you can arm your system and disarm it as soon as you get home so you get all those notifications if you want to check all that out head to arlo.com everything about tech you never wanted to know this is two blokes talking tech well as as i so rudely began to say (laughs) um the telecommunications industry ombudsman has unsurprisingly revealed that there was a large number of complaints in the in the last quarter of last year between october and december why would that be? Yeah, I think it starts with a O. Optus. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it starts with an Optus uh, uh-huh. and ends with a November 8. I mean, basically, yeah. their entire network went down. So um, small consumers and small businesses made 14,000 complaints between October and December, wow. an increase of 13.4% compared to the previous quarter, but a 17.9% decrease compared to the last year, which was when the data breach happened. So I wonder whether ah. that... I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering whether that, that has something to do with it. Okay. But it's interesting because the numbers are actually very, very interesting. The TIO received 919 complaints from customers who were affected by the Optus outage. Yep. 20% of them were small businesses, yeah. and rightly so, because Makes they couldn't sense. take payments. Absolutely. Most consumers... Except that barber, remember, she said, I don't know yeah. why you need internet to, no, to cut hair. What do you need internet uh, for, to cut hair? paying for that uh, haircut? Most consumers sought outcomes including credits, a refunded or discounted service, financial compensation, exiting a contract early, or apologies from the telco. So, mm. yeah, um, I'm proud of those 900 people for actually going to the bother, basically. Yeah. It's a bit of a process. Letting the CIO know how Absolutely you feel. right. And wh- why not? They're, they're, that's what you're, they're the, your rights as a customer. But uh, I think, interestingly, the internet services, complaints about internet services increased, though. Right. 
Uh, wonder where we lead that to. Is that is that internet services as in? So does this include the NBN too, or just the the telco services? Well, the, the telco services the telcos on the provide NBN. the NBN. Yeah, yeah right. So yeah, well, that that went up by twenty three point three percent. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's is that uh, like you, you hear from people saying, look, you know, my I get dropouts, and I'll, I think even small businesses when they they have dramas with their internet connection. You know, if your small business isn't connected, hello, you can have. But problems. here's the thing: the top three issues for complaints about internet services were customer service problems. Yep. So not even a service issue, yeah, customer right. service problem, problems with a bill, or inadequate fault testing. Yeah. So basically. You're consistently getting dropouts. You t- keep saying that you talk, and they say it's fine. So you it's ring the, the TIO and say, "Listen, they haven't <laughs> even done a fault test, so that's yeah. what happens." Significant increases were recorded against complaints having no internet service. Um, that was yeah, that's almost half of people. That's a problem. Delays in establishing a service was twenty two point nine percent, and having intermittent or service dropouts was fifteen percent. So, network outage was the issue with the largest increase, obviously, uh, because of the Optus outage. Yeah. Well, have you have you ever made a complaint like this? Not have to the CIO, no. no. Have you ever had any kind of complaint to anyone? Have you complained about something? <laughs> Please. Hey. Is this our first day? <laughs> okay. Any willing to talk about it? Or? No, but I've I've complained yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, well, you know, Trevor's approach to life is, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Is that right, mate? I, I'm a bit like that too, I've got to say. I, I'm, if, look, you, if you don't let people know. My biggest complaint was you know, that drama I had with the Mazda and, and getting them to fix it. Yes. And, uh, you know, went to the um, fair trading over that. Yeah. Um, but more more importantly, like I have, it's, it's when you have, we're, we've, we're in a privileged position. So if something goes wrong with something in our world, that we normally yeah. know the person that can escalate it. Yeah. So I don't need, normally need to go to the TIO. Yeah. But like I had a caller this week um, who on the radio on the weekend that had bought a, a particular tech product and it wasn't working, so they took it back and yeah. they just offered them a refund. They didn't offer them a replacement, yeah. just a refund. But yeah. the refund was less than the price of the replacement product. I know who exactly who you're talking about. I received this email as well. I think. Well, is they, it the same? Is it who we're talking about? I don't know. With, with, to do with a uh, certain brand of watch. Yes. Anyway, they're uh, sorted now. Yeah. They got their refund because yeah. I went straight to the company and well, said, can you I, sort this I out? I did too. Yeah, right. I did too because I think you CC'd us in the same email oh, and right. I said, listen, I'm tired of receiving these emails. Can you just sort this out for the sake of 50 bucks? <laughs> Hello? Oh, do you want me to give you the 50? Or like, like said, seriously. Can you do something? It's just amazing that yeah. problems can be solved yeah. if you find the right well, person in you know the tree. What, mate? Here's my gripe, okay? I love... Helping people 100%. when I can. Same here. If someone rings me on the radio and says, "Listen, I'm having dramas with this," they're not, they're not, and I say, "Leave it to me." And like you said, we know exactly who to talk to to escalate and get the problem yep. solved. Yeah. Here's my problem. Hear me. Why do we need to get involved? And that's why. The- why the hell aren't customers revered by these companies Mate. who are their they're customers? That's why I'm excited that the TIO is, yeah. is charged with handing customer service complaints, not just network complaints. Yeah. So essentially, I see this as empowerment for you. If yeah. you've got a problem and they're not giving you the customer service you deserve, and we're talking about a telco, ring the TIO. Yeah, absolutely right. And the, and did you, weren't you saying that the TIO, if they have to investigate a complaint, it costs the company money? Correct. So say you complain against Telstra, and they investigate a cost Telstra the money. Telstra to has to pay because the TIO is funded by yeah. the telco. So I think, and a lot of people, and I've advised people of talking about this. If they're having, re- they get the runaround by a telco. I often I advise readers and listeners. I said, you know what? 
just drop these three letters. Telecommunications, industry, ombudsman. And they will pay attention because they know if it gets to that point, it's going to cost them money. Not only money, but also reputation. They don't they don't want to be they don't want to be in the figures that the the TIO releases quarterly. So uh, I, I think good on the TIO. It's a, it's a shame that there aren't other ombudsman type sort of complaints for other products and other things that we have in our life, mm. uh, or as the people we can contact readily to make these sorts of complaints. But I think companies still need to learn that their customers deserve to be treated with respect and to expedite their problems because they paid their money. It's not rocket science. For the for the product or service, and if they're not getting it, they've got a right to complain about that. Yeah, so it is. You shouldn't have science. to take me and Trevor getting involved to get to have a resolution. Uh, if if you if they're coming to us, then shame on you because you should have looked after them. If yeah. they're coming to you and me and saying, "Look, I'm not getting any joy," then the company that that's that's a, a black mark against you. You yeah. should have looked after your customer. Hundred percent. Well said, Stephen. We're here to help. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Great to have your company. And um, <laughs> G'day, mate. I'll do this one then. <laughs> we'll, talk, <laughs> we'll talk about Apple CarPlay. And uh, I want to talk about Petty. Oh, so that was supposed to be me, was it? It's okay, S. It says an S. I'm Stephen. sorry. I'm this sorry. It's like our you first did, show. You did tread on my Arlo read with I'm, the TIO. I'm admitting you know, like, that. Come on, mate. I've thrown you right, out of sorry, out of kilter. Right. We we're so, even now. A young, young bloke called Zach Simmons uh, was at the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference four years ago, maybe five. Yep. He was uh, one of the scholarship student scholarship winners. And I met him there. And, yep. and Aussie guy. Aussie kid, yep, yep. absolutely. Uh, he went on to do a bunch of things, but he's also created this app called Petty. Petty. P-E-T-T-Y. P-E-T-T-Y, as yeah. in petty, as petty in, officer. No, petty as in petrol. Complaint. Get some petty. Petty. Get some petrol. I've, have you I've ever, never heard anyone refer to that. Have you ever used that as an abbreviation for petrol? No. Petty. No. But it's petty. Petty is the app. And okay. the app's existed for a while now. Right. Um, but what it does, it draws in all the data from all the states except Victoria. What are they doing? Get with it. <clears throat> and allows you to go, right, what's, um, what's, uh, what's happening with petrol in my area, what's the cheapest price? You can in the app you can see a chart of like the last seven days, thirty days of the price fluctuations, which is great. In the app you can set your favourites and all that kind of stuff. But now he's updated it to have CarPlay compatibility. Boom. Now the reason this is wild is because that's not easy. Yeah. You've got to you've got to really meet strict regulations and requirements. Apple won't sign off on any just any CarPlay app. It has yeah. to be done correctly. Sure. But this thing is so much more than just right now. Here's the three nearest prices right you can you can sort you can filter by petrol types yep. you can show your favorites versus your closest ones you can see a map with the petrol stations pinned on them and then you can click on them and get navigation yeah. like it's very good so did you reckon he dropped his name to say listen i came across with you guys you know did you reckon he would have sort of what do you mean do you remember how you said he was you met him at the worldwide development yeah. didn't he win some sort of uh, competition to be there or yeah, scholarship yeah. he won a scholarship yeah do you reckon he reminded apple said listen i was your scholarship winner can you look after me no i think he just worked hard and <laughs> made it the right app. of course i'm just saying it, it, it just I reckon that would that would have been favourable on him the fact that he did win a scholarship. I don't think the people that review the apps give a rats. Okay, but it, no, but of course it's, it can't just be because of that. But that it, now that his app had to be top shot. I should say it is a subscription app. Have how a much, guess mate? How, how much he's charging for this app? Monthly, yearly? Go yearly. Um, Forty nine dollars, nine ninety nine. Okay, like that's awesome. That's great. So I was thinking about yeah. it. Like, you know, I don't know what's a good salary. Eighty grand. He yeah. would only need to have eight thousand people think this is a great app yeah. for him to 
you know, be doing really well. Like for, right. I assume he's, I think he's in his early 20s. Yep. Um, but that, like, that yeah. just shows how easy, that's a terrible thing to say in yeah. this context, but it is to potentially do well in an app because yeah. if you find the, the great thing and you can just get the right amount of money for it, from enough people, yeah. mate, you're Absolutely on an absolute right. winner. Don't yeah. have to be a millionaire. He could have probably charged nineteen ninety nine. I've still been saying being, that all week, but I think being, it's smart to have a, yeah. an entry point. I think it's a dollar ninety nine a month or nine ninety nine yeah. a year. That's smart. I think it's yeah. great. I think it's really smart and um, well priced. Yeah, and it's petty. Petty. And it's P-E-T-T-Y, out now. P e t t y. Out now, and it works in is CarPlay. It just iOS. Okay, so there's no... Yeah, he's if, all if in I'm, on if iOS. I'm, yeah. If I'm on yeah. Android Auto, I'm not going to get the same... Well, you also don't. How does it you work also with also don't need petrol. So okay. that's, <laughs> that's true. But how does it work with Android Auto to get included in Android Auto? No just everyone, Does everyone just do their best? Or? It's the same. I think it's the same. It's got to be strict like a, regulations okay. right, right. And, and things you've got to meet. Well, that's a nice segue to CarPlay. Of course, because, yes. Because uh, the, uh, uh, the, I think the beta versions of iOS 17.4 has dropped, right? Yes. Are you still a beta man? Yeah, man. You got your beta? You I'm 100% beta. Now? Okay, you are? I think so, yeah. you got CarPlay on your Cooper, haven't you? Yep. Are you, so you will know then oh, that this is interesting. iOS 17.4 mm-hmm. uh, has some improvements to CarPlay. Now, according to some... Uh, yep, 17.4. There you go. So according to the uh, the latest update, there are some features coming to CarPlay from when you run this update. So if mm. you've got uh, an iPhone and CarPlay and 17.4, which is what will be released in, what, about a month? Probably, yeah. yeah but what does the beta come out a month, six weeks beforehand? It's, it's weeks normally, yeah. Okay. Uh, so what you're going to get is uh, you'll be able to display the vehicle's rear view camera feed, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. So you're still in CarPlay because you know, you know when you do your rear view camera, it takes you out of CarPlay and then when you're finished, it puts you back into CarPlay. Did you what is that? What's the problem with that? Nothing. But I'm just saying with this new setting, it'll the rear view camera feed will be within, the, yeah, within right. CarPlay. So you're not leaving CarPlay. Yep. Now, for EVs, the app is also going to give you battery level, charging status, time remaining until the battery's full. So that'll happen anyway on your dashboard anyway, won't you? Yeah, but I think yeah. what, what's key there is if that, that that becomes available within CarPlay, it means that developers like map apps yeah. like Waze yep. can tap into that information and therefore utilize and it in, you, their, yeah. in their mapping. That True that. <clears throat> That's going to be the big part. It'll also give you your air pressure. Of the vehicle's tyres, that's pretty cool. If that's part of if the that's part of your, part of your car output, uh, so yeah, some interesting updates from CarPlay right there as well. Very nice. So wow. it's always good to see progressions in the technology, and it is occurring at a rapid pace. Um, so yeah, if you if got it service- wasn't, we wouldn't have a podcast. What would we do? <laughs> Something else. Talk about movies. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We do it all thanks to the great people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. And if you jump on to netgear.com.au now. Enter your email address, sign up. You get a 10% promo code for a one-time use on a single item. Now, maximum so savings $150. Bucks, but <laughs> I'm telling you, that's $150 bucks off a $1,500 system. So Boom. well worth looking at because the Orbi range is what you should be looking at for your home. Orbi uh, comes in a, a whole range of sizes and shapes because not every home is the same. So you can find the best Orbi for you by answering a few simple questions. And, of course, there's Orbeez for on the go, like the uh, Wi-Fi 6E 5G Orbi. There's the new Wi-Fi 7, which we're all connected to here at the office because it offers superior Wi-Fi range and speed. Just going to download a few movies. Get on it. And then there's a bunch of great uh, great speed uh, that you can get through the Orbi Mesh Wi-Fi systems. All the details, including uh, all their Wi-Fi products, available at netgear.com.au. 
This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, Stephen, I have had a robot lawnmower in my backyard for, I don't know, three years or so. And that was the Works Landroid, the one that you needed to run a wire around the yard and it just went off. And it, as soon as it bumped virtually into the wire, it would retreat and keep going around. Yeah. Random. Uh, but it would work beautifully. I've got to tell you, it does a great job. My concern now looking at what I've had since, which is I've now got the Ecovacs Goat, yep. which is not wired, but you drive it around to teach it where the boundary is. And from yeah. there, it does a consistent mowing in lines, which I utterly love because yep. you know that it's done it. It's not. So the works is random. It works is random. very random. Okay. So now I'm testing the works, the new works Landroid Vision. Now, it's called Vision for an obvious reason. It can see. It's got a camera. Mate, it's wild. This thing, I picked it up, took it out the side of my house, press go, and it mows the lawn. It gets to the gutter and goes, well, there's no grass here. Turn around. Gets to the driveway. Oh, no grass here. Turn around. So, basically, it just finds its way. Okay. Obviously, in that situation, it couldn't find its way home because there was a fence in between But (laughs) because I'd put it out there. But it essentially, you put it down. You've got the base station, you press go, and it goes out. The first time it goes out, it goes and finds the edge. So it goes looking for the edge, and it kind of teaches itself broadly about the yard. But it's not mapping. I need to be clear. It's not doing what a robot vacuum does and creating a map. From then, it still just goes quite randomly. But, mate, the fact that you can now buy a robot lawnmower that does not require anything more than plug it into the PowerPoint, sit its base station down, and press go, link it okay. to an app and stuff. App. Yep. It's brilliant. How much? Uh, three grand. Okay. That's up there with sort of the, your top shelf. Well, it's the same lawn. as the Ecovacs Goat yep. G1. Okay. So price-wise, if you want a robot lawnmower without a wire, you need to spend that it's kind of money. Right. But there are still mo- they still have the model with the wire? They still yeah, sell yeah, that you model? can still buy that. The Landroid? Yep. Yep. And oh, look, I don't – the only problem I've got now with the wire having used the opposite is I feel like – it, it wears a path. So uh, you think about, like, I was looking at the carpet thinking, is there a worn path here? Because, you know, I've walked a certain way. Yeah. Um, you know, if you if you look at the, the, the park near your place and there's, yeah. a, there's a place people walk, it yeah. wears a path. Of course, yeah. So the, where, where, uh, where the robot turns on the wire, uh, it does wear a path. Okay. And especially if you have a thick thatch gra- grass, it really can start digging yeah. up. And so I think the randomness of... The Ecovax and the Vision model from Works yep. allow you to have less of that kind of wear. Because what I do with the Ecovax, for example, is you can you can adjust the angle so it does lines, right, stripes. Yep. Yep. And in the app, you can go, I want the stripes to be vertical. <laughs> so what I do is every week or three, I change the angle slightly so yeah. that it's never doing the same, you know, okay. turn all the time Keep in the it same on its spots. toes, mate. Absolutely. And uh, the quality of the cut is, does a good job, the lawn? Does a great job. Yep. Um, as, as good as the, gets the previous right to the one. Edges, gets, it, gets look, close to I the I don't edge. think it does as good on the edges as you can do with the wire. Yeah. But you never get a great finished cut on the edges. You always yeah. got to do the whippersnippering. Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't say, matter. Yeah. yeah, even with a goat, I've got to I got to. got to run the whippersnipper out. At mum's house and i got to get the whippersnipper out to do the oh, edges. Oh, you poor baby. Yeah, no, it's all good, mate. Part you of the service, mate. But isn't it wild that we've come this far in... Just a few years. That's yeah. essentially what's happened. Yeah. In just a few years, we've gone from having to run out a wire, connect it to power, to just having to plug it in and go. My question awesome. is, when are they going to have a robot whippersnipper? Well, it sounds like a dangerous thing, you reckon? Yeah. But if it can detect the edge there, it's it's facing an edge. It's facing a surface. It's not <coughs> going to just worry about people. a robot going around with a flicking <laughs> thing. You know, does it, well, does it miss it that there's a little like cat there or something? Forth. It might sort of ca- contain it. 
within a certain shape. You know what I mean? Like, a, you know, the whippersnapper does a circle. My question is, how lazy is you're not willing to go out and spend 10 minutes well, walking around the edge of the yard? No problem at all. But I'm, I think it's someone has to invent that. Someone has to make or, or incorporate that feature into the landroid or the goat mm. to say, right, it's done the mowing and now this other feature on the side, imagine sort of it, it goes, uh, it's got a little blade that comes out of the side or yeah. goes back and forth and does the edges. I, I don't it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Mm. Like I reckon it'd be possible. I reckon in some lab somewhere they're thinking, yeah, yeah we could do that. Yeah, they I think, think in some lab somewhere there's a bloke yeah. with a toe that's missing because <laughs> his little robot came up to him and started whippersnippering yeah, under well, his feet. There'd be like a little cover to it so you not so you won't have an exposed blade or anything. Like, uh, uh, like Just like the whippersnipper's got like a little hood over the Not on the front the it part. doesn't. Well, underneath underneath where it does the work is where all the where all that happens. So anyway, that, that's my <laughs> suggestion. I would buy that if that was available. All right. Or review it at the well, very I'll least. I'll let you know when yeah. it becomes available. I expect we'll see more advances in this space over the coming years, as we already have in just the last couple. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. You know, I do love the fact that some companies go to a lot of trouble to design their products not to look like tech products. Yeah. And I think a great example is D-Link's Aquila Pro. Yep. This is a mesh, mesh router uh, and it is a, it looks like, like that's the, it, the last thing it looks like is a router. <laughs> it's got this beautiful curve. If you, if you walked in someone's house. Yeah, you think, oh, where'd you buy that? It, it, it's, it's, it's like it's got wings. It's yeah. like it's about to take off or something. Yeah. You, you'd say, what is that? Smooth, yeah, think, what is that? It's up my router. It's a mesh router. So uh, similarly, it connects to your route, your, your modem, and you place one or two. You know, there's a two-pack or a three-pack available, and it creates a mesh system, a Wi-Fi 6 mesh system as well. And depending on the size of your home, you can get up to 650 square metres of coverage. So if you're living in a massive joint like Trevor, oh, come on. 650 metres, 465 metres for the two-pack, 650 for the three-pack, and uh, even in multi-story home, providing uh, really fast and reliable Wi-Fi, and it is powered by AI, AI Wi-Fi optimizer, AI mesh optimizer, AI traffic optimizer. So basically, AI Wi-Fi optimizer—it's kind of like the traffic cop. You know, find yeah. the best channel for every device in your network. AI mesh optimizer. Uh, has the auto path selection and also has uh, what they call self-healing capabilities to head off any potential network issues right, you have, right? right. So they're, uh, they're ahead of the game. And the AI traffic optimizer means you get uninterrupted 4K, 8K streams as well. And it also has the AI-based QoS, which is short for quality of service. Of course. So it gives you really smooth. So the worst thing, you want to, worst thing that can happen is you're watching 4K and then you see the little circle. You think, oh, I've got a buffer. <laughs> you don't want that. That'll just stop you in your tracks. It'll take you out of the movie. But with the uh, their quality of service, you can, you can see that that won't happen. It gives you really smooth... 4K, even 8K streaming uh, with this as well. So the uh, the D-Link M30 AX3000 is the actual model number there. Pricing, two-pack, The Sorry, the two-pack, 399.95. Three-pack, 549.95. And so if you're really keen on improving your Wi-Fi, but you don't want to put routers everywhere and blinking lights and all those sorts of things, you can make this blend into your background. 
What ever happened to you in your digitising your movie library? Um, still in the process. I'm talking to someone now about getting a um, a player that can then that can ingest the movies and store them as well. We're in discussions. But uh, are you sort of are you sort of implying that I get rid of all my discs? That's what. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. uh, eventually. Yeah. I'd love to reclaim that space. But I still think, and it still offers the quality of a disc too. Yeah. So the quality of a disc versus streaming, right. we've had this discussion. Yes. Disc is always better than streaming. Well, that's why streaming. you mentioned 8K streaming. So I was yeah. thinking, where Well, are... 8K streaming, you know what? I'm, I've yet to try 8K streaming. I haven't done any, although I've watched a couple of 8K YouTube. Right. But I've never had to stream, oh, I suppose it's streaming when it's coming into my television, I guess. But yeah. uh, it's always been pretty smooth, but... I think once we see more 8K content, well, 4K streaming, we do every day, right? Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. want to have that smooth as silk. But uh, no, uh, to answer your question, I'm in the process of uh, trying to, like, what I would do, I wouldn't get rid of every disc I've got. No. I'd still like to keep some up there, but there are a lot of movies that I'm thinking, yeah, I'll have that as a file. I don't need that to be sitting out there. It'll, it'll. I reckon I, I could reduce my shelf space, I reckon, by about 75%. That's huge. Yeah, that's big, big change. But um, yeah, working on it, working on it because I, I do. I just need more places to put my Lego. <laughs> if I'm to be honest, <laughs> yeah, I got. Uh, I had Aaron help me put a shelf, another another shelf in my theatre. You know, in my theatre, in the corner where the equipment rack is. Yeah. Above there is a bit of space. So there's a shelf in the corner. Got, there's a bit of space. Let's take it. Now there's a shelf in the corner now where the big Venator, the big uh, starship, is in that corner now. Yeah. So you know. Doing my best, but there's all that. I've got three shelves next to each other that are just chock a block full of DVDs and yeah, Blu rays and 4Ks. Yeah. But yeah, I need to reclaim some space there, but I don't want to reduce the quality. So that's why, and this will be the topic of, an, of a story on Tech God and a discussion on the podcast of the quality that you, that you can ingest that those movies into your library. So it's basically you connect and you just sort of say, well, okay, what do you want to watch? And you can literally scroll through a library and say, okay, and it brings up the thumbnail, the, the synopsis, the character, you know, the, the actors and all the cast and all that and, and just plays the movie. But you want it to be network-based so that you can of course, do no, it on it, any, it is, any TV. It, it yeah. is, of course, network-based. <clears throat> but, yeah. but again, and to answer, I know why you brought that up because you want to have the 4K streaming. Yeah. And in eventually 8K streaming, and that's why you need a good, a good system, and the uh, the D Link Aquila Pro can supply that. Well, well circled back. There you have it, Stephen. Well done. There you have it. <laughs> Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, that's a wrap for episode 619. Thank you to Arlo, thank you to Netgear, and thank you to you for your support of Two Blokes Talking Tech. And Great to have you with us. all of the other amazing shows you get within this oh, yeah. unbelievable value channel. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Haven't heard of a better one. No, no one has pointed anything out. No. So we're going to keep yeah. the claim going. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Until we get a legal letter or something, I don't yeah. know. I mean, this show, you know what this is? Bigger than Joe Rogan. <laughs> Okay, I don't is he going to send that. me his numbers? Where's his numbers? <laughs> hey, yeah, where are his numbers? And his shows are long. How long oh, are they? Boring. Is they're it? like three and a half hours. It's, some yeah. shows. I'm thinking. Unless I'm you're to take a really day invested in the person, it's yeah, a hard what are we no up to here? Me. What are we up to? Just over an hour? Yeah, oh, solid. Yeah, you know? get what you need. Get yeah. out. You know, like. <laughs> He's just re-signed with Spotify, but non-exclusive. So Joe Rogan stuff will be coming back to Apple and really? YouTube and stuff. Mate, what 
sort of dollars can we get a deal like that or what? What sort I'm, of dollars? I'm are we available about? for one tenth of his money, mate. Because he's on two fifty mil. Wow, isn't that wild? You're right, eh? We've had this. We need to increase our before. audience somehow. How do we do that? Tell your friends, folks. Tell your friends. Or asking. <laughs> the blokes just want some millions. Is that too much to ask? What are you doing? We want a multi-million dollar deal. Is that too Jesus. much to ask? Don't you, don't you want success for people? We've been toiling at this for a while. We deserve it, I think. Toiling. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's All not right. a toil, mate. It's a pleasure, is what I should say. See you next week, mate. Bye-bye. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.